Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. So today we're in Revelation 18, but before we go there, let's go to God in prayer. Lord, thank you for today. I'm grateful for who you are. I just come before you knowing that I'm, I am just a man, just a guy, and that the fact that you care about me and you love me is amazing, and I'm grateful for that. And the fact that I can reach out to you and talk to you to seek your wisdom and seek your grace is even more amazing on a daily basis. So, Father, I pray as we go through Revelation 18 today that we would be prepared to hear your voice, to gain your wisdom, and to put away our own misconceptions about who we are and what we are, and that we'd learn more about who you are and how we can serve you more completely, how we can love you with our whole being and then love our neighbor as ourselves. So Lord, I just lift up this time to you. I pray that you would speak to us, that there'd be nothing from me, that it'd all be from you, and that you would touch our hearts and our minds and our spirits. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So yesterday, in 17, I was asking myself how much I contribute to the blood of the saints that basically are flowing underneath the harlot of Babylon. How much of it through my own sin do I contribute? And today, as I was reading, and I was trying to get ready for this, in preaching the word revelation, uh, the preaching the word commentary, they asked the question, where are you getting your needs met? And they go on to say that the world is a spiritual red light districts district. Are you going to a spiritual prostitute for your safety, security, health purpose, provision for the future and self-esteem? Because that seems to be sometimes where I've gone. I don't think I'm there today but I've been there for sure. And I haven't been at, you know, standing at the foot of of the cross saying, God, this is, this is where I get my security. This is where I get my provision. This is where I get my self-esteem. That's not been a common location for me to, to search and to live in. And it's, that's what that's what this journey really is. Is where am I getting my knees met? So with that, let's go ahead and look at Revelation 18, verse 1. After this, I saw another angel coming down from heaven. He had great authority, and the earth was illuminated by his splendor. With a mighty voice, he shouted, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. She has become a dwelling for demons and a haunt for every impure spirit, a haunt for every unclean bird, a haunt for every unclean detestable animal. For all the nations have drunk the maddening wine of her adulteries. The kings of the earth committed adultery with her and the merchants of the earth grew rich from her excessive luxuries. You know, I've been trying really hard not to draw correlations from the symbols, not to say that this equals that. Over these last few chapters, as we've read about Babylon, so often I, I look at the United States today 
where we've gone from a nation that believed in Jesus and that was a Christian nation that was morally better than it was immorally. A flawed country, but a country that was trying to do God's will and had God in it. To now a country that's, in my opinion, moved to the perverse side and is fleeing God. Are we Babylon? I mean, when you look at the rest of this description, a lot of it could be the, could be drawn to think, yes, we are. Or are we just part of it? Is Babylon even bigger? Verse 4. Then I heard another voice from heaven say, Come out of her, my people, so that you will not share in her sins, so that you will not receive any of her plagues. For her sins are piled up to heaven, and God has remembered her crimes. Give back to her as she has given. Pay her back double for what she has done. Pour her a double portion from her cup. Give her as much torment and grief as the glory and luxury she gave herself. In her heart she boasts, I sit enthroned as queen. I am not a widow. I will never mourn. Therefore in one day her plagues will overtake her. Death, mourning, and famine. She will be consumed by fire, for mighty is the Lord God who judges her. When the kings of the earth who committed adultery with her and shared her luxury see the smoke of her burning, they will weep and mourn over her. Terrified at her torment, they will stand far off and cry, Woe, woe to you, great city, you mighty city of Babylon. In one hour, your doom has come. You know, for those who have put their trust and have gained their self-worth, their value from, from her, from that spiritual pit, imagine what they're going to feel like when it's all gone. The merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her because no one buys their cargoes anymore. Cargoes of gold, silver, precious stones, and pearls. Fine linen, purple, purple silk, and scarlet cloth. Every sort of citron wood and articles of every kind made of ivory, costly wood, bronze, iron, and marble. Cargoes of cinnamon and spice, of incense, myrrh and frankincense, of wine and olive oil, of fine flour and wheat, cattle and sheep, horses and carriages, and human beings sold as slaves. They will say, the fruit you, you longed for is gone from you. All your luxury and splendor have vanished, never to be recovered. The merchants who sold these things and gained their wealth from her will stand far off, terrified at her torment. They will weep and mourn and cry out, Woe, woe to you, great city, dressed in fine linen, purple and scarlet, and glittering with gold, precious stones and pearls. In one hour, such great wealth has been brought to ruin. But what you don't see is them going to help. They all, those who gained their values, their wealth from her, they don't go to help. Every sea captain and all who travel by ship, the sailors and all who earn their living from the sea, will stand far off. When they see the smoke of her burning, they will exclaim, Was there ever a city like this great city? They will throw dust on their heads and with weeping and mourning cry out, Woe, woe to you, great city! Where all, where all who had ships on the sea became rich through her wealth, in one hour she has been brought to ruin. Rejoice over her, you heavens. Rejoice, you people of God. Rejoice, apostles and prophets. For God has judged her in the, midst, in the judgment she imposed on you.
Then a mighty angel picked up a boulder the size of a large millstone and threw it into the sea, and said, With such violence the great city of Babylon will be thrown down, never to be found again. The music of harpists and musicians, pipers and trumpeters will never be heard in you again. No worker of any trade will ever be found in you again. The sound of a millstone will never be heard in you again. The light of a lamp will never shine in you again. The voice of a bridegroom and bride will never be heard in you again. You merchant, Your merchants were the world's important people. By your magic spell all the nations were led astray. In her was found the blood of prophets and of God's holy people, of all who have been slaughtered on the earth. Now, if that is who the United States is, if that represents the United States, we have a long ways to continue to go in our downward spiral to kill God's holy people. But we now have sex trafficking in our country. We have people coming into our country with slaves, human slaves that they sell. There's a lot going on in our country that there are some correlations here. And I just pray that I would look at God for my worth, that I would stop asking and looking to the world for my value. I would stop asking others to help me be valuable, to help me define a purpose for me to grow with and grow in. Instead, I pray that I would walk into the foot of the cross and submit myself to Jesus and say, what do you want me to do and to be? What purpose do you want from me? That this is what this journey is. It's growing and it's walking up to the cross and submitting a hundred percent. I think when I've loved Jesus with my whole being, it will be demonstrated by a complete submission And I know I haven't submitted yet completely. So with that, let's go back to God in prayer. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for being so kind and gracious. And I lift up this time, Father. I lift up this day to you. I pray that we would be the ones that can be used by you in our limited ways. I pray that I would submit to your will. I know as I've gone about my days recently, I know I haven't submitted to your will. When I've been tested, I've failed. And I'm sorry. And I just pray, Lord, for your guidance and your strength so that at the next test, at the next opportunity to serve you completely, I would do it. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.